right hello again and welcome to another episode of files on love i am nicole and today i have with me somebody who has been writing her ass off i mean first of all i'm not even gonna talk about how like she just released like two books within like 72 business hours or some shit (laughs) crazy ridiculousness welcome to the show Shanice Lola. Hey, thank you for having me. No doubt. Um, So, well, no, I won't start there. I'll start with questions and then I'll embarrass you a little bit later on. (laughs) I'm ready for it. All right. So uh, question number one is why did you choose to write romance, right? So you could have written anything, could have written literary fiction, Westerns, dinosaur erotica, but you chose romance. Why? Facts. Uh, I feel like this changes for me about every week. So this week it's romance because um, I like to write beautiful love stories for myself as in like hope. And then, you know, when the readers be like, you know, I want that too. I feel what you were saying. I see the message in that. It makes me feel good. So that's why it's romance for me this week. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it. Um, the aspirational thing is definitely, uh, I feel like that's something that kind of is a thread in everybody's, like, everybody who writes romance anyway. It's like, they write the ideal, even if they are partnered, unpartnered, it doesn't matter. Um, you sprinkle a bit of your ideal into whatever you're writing. Question number two. What, uh, is actually two questions. I almost forgot to do my spiel. So I always tell people that if you have a really good memory, you'll want to ask the first question. Um, if your memory is like mine or Dory from Finding Nemo, you will want to answer the second question. So the two questions are, what is the first romance novel you read and how did it make you feel? Or what is the last romance novel you read that made you want to open up a new doc and start writing something new? Oof. Okay. So I don't remember the first one, but I'm reading two this week, which is um, A. Jones, Just for One Night, which is beautiful. And and yes, I read two books at a time. And your book, where Ginger is just tripping right now. <laughs> but both of them have me like, you know, I'm ready to finish these so I can write because they're both amazing. I um I read the, the A. Jones book. I think I read it the day it came out. Yeah, I think I, I've been doing a lot of reading at work lately. Um, shout out to my boss who hopefully does not listen to this podcast, <laughs> but, um, yeah, that story was so much, but like, not in like a bad way. Like, oh my God, you're doing too much. Yeah. Girl, it's really cute. There's a lot of moving parts in it. And so mm-hmm. I like, girl, okay. Like, don't fuck this up, friend. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was super cute. Like, I don't know how far you are in it, but yeah, girl, it was super cute. Okay. So question number three, what is one theme or trope in romance that you have not written yet, but you would like to in the future? Oh, I don't know. Wow. I'm not sure because I'm on a, uh, I'm on a thing where you know how you listen to all of your friends' conversations and they call mm-hmm. you for advice and you just soak it all up. And meanwhile, I'm just writing all that shit down. <laughs> That's what I'm on. So I'm like tackling everything right now and pushing them out. Like whatever they telling me, I'm like, you know what? You about to be in a book. So I'm not even really sure how to answer that. 
So basically, you writing everything. So really, I'm writing everything that you haven't written yet because it's probably coming eventually. It's coming. I'm telling you, I have a list, and I'm selling everybody out in a beautiful way. Yo, so speaking of that, this is a bit off book, but whatever. This is my podcast. I do what I want, right? So it's wild that you say that you listen to friends' conversations and then you sort of like craft things um, based on the conversations that you have. Because I have like a couple friends that their um, their love stories are mm-hmm. typical. That was mm-hmm. no purpose. Shout out to you for the book. Um, <laughs> but, um, and I kind of want to write them, but I'm like, mm. you have to, I'm like, telling you, you have to. Yeah. Like and I was, I was telling one of my friends, like a story um, about something and she's like, you need to fictionalize that and like turn it into a book. And I'm like, yes, Ooh, I don't know if I can do that, but I don't know. I like, but I have a, like, just like you, I have like a running list of, like ideas or things that I'm talking to people about and it sparks something um, where I'm like, hmm, how can I work that into a book? Hmm. Because you have that face too. You know what I'm talking about. That face where people just come up to you and tell you their business. Girl, like, the whole why, life. why the hell are they telling me this? Whole life. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to put your ass in a book Oops. and I'm about to write your life. Flip it over, flip it a little bit. I ain't mad at that at all. All right. So, this next set of questions has nothing to do with romance, writing, or writing romance. They are random as this or that question. So basically, I'll name two things. You choose one. If you would like to explain your answer, feel free. If, okay, I'm kind of scared just coming from you. I mean, I don't make them up. So okay. that should make you feel a bit more secure. A little bit. Um, because if it were me, you know, shit could get weird. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I choose them from a random website. I just go down this, que- this list of questions. They're not mine. So, you know, you don't have to be on guard. Okay. All right. But yeah, if you want to explain, answer, feel free. If you need any leaks and you shed what you shed, then we can just move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So first question is cake or donuts? Cake. Coke or Pepsi? Neither. Do I have to choose one? No, you can say neither. Oh, okay. All of these are... F- Food. I'm trying to scroll down to the ones that are not food. Jeez Louise. Um, while I'm waiting, though, American or Mexican? Food, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say Mexican, even with all the shit. In. Netflix or Hulu? It puts you through. Hulu is bootleg. I'm going to go with Netflix. <laughs> uh, do you watch TV live or do you watch it recorded so you don't have to watch commercials? Recorded. Hardcover or like hard copy book or ebook? Either I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I don't discriminate. Concert or uh, play. Play. Uh, amusement park or um, a day at the beach. A day at the beach. Um, sneakers or heels. Ew, sneakers definitely. When you put your cups in the cabinet, do you put them in right side up or upside down? Upside down. Okay, appliances, like, in a kitchen, right? Stainless steel or, like, colored? Colored. I'm extra. (laughs) Oh, extra. Um, Card games or board games? Board games. Football or basketball? Basketball? um, I don't understand football. And I, I feel like that makes me sound a little retarded, but I never get it. 
there are also a lot of like basketball is way more straightforward than football because there are all these like little rules and loopholes and caveats with football so all right i'm gonna ask three more and then i'm gonna stop like surveying you (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh plane or train for travel plane um zoo or aquarium aquarium and then the last one is going to be oh this one is kind of interesting i don't think i've ever asked it before invent something that would make you rich or save the world population from hunger wow i think i will save the world population from hunger and i know that's genuine because i find myself giving bums all of my damn money these days that is so altruistic of you because I'm a terrible person because I would definitely do <laughs> something that would make me rich. Uh, <laughs> I would donate some of the money after the fact. but That's true. But I, I literally be giving people all of my money and they be giving me sob stories and then they don't even go get nothing to eat. Like, <laughs> so I know I will be a fool and save the world from hunger. I mean, that just means that you're a better person than me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we have reached the segment of the show where I purportedly shut up, and it is your time to shine. So you can talk about any of your work, past, present, future. Um, you can talk about if you had a great turkey sandwich today and, you know, the mustard on it was just hidden. Um, whatever you would like to talk about, the floor is now yours. Okay, um, I do want to say I just released If This Isn't Love, and I would like everyone to check it out if they haven't it's short it's a short novella but it's from my heart and it's one of my favorite books that i've put out this far and it was or good. this year and it was third person and i'm like really you know just getting used to that i probably won't do it again who knows remember i had said that on twitter and you replied so i'm gonna pop back in for just one quick second because um i hate third like I know. So, so like, I cut my teeth in, I like so listen, cut my teeth in romance coming up, right? So all traditional pub romance is third person. Like mm-hmm. there is no first person in that. So I read a lot of that, right? But when I started reading more indie stuff, everybody, almost everybody that I was reading was doing first person. Mm-hmm. And so after reading so much first person and feeling like I'm so much more immersed in a story because I'm literally walking around in these people's heads. And that probably has something to do with the authors who write this way more than the actual point of view. Um, But after like reading so much first and being immersed in that, like to go back to read third, it almost feels like somebody is waterboarding me. Yeah. And so... Like the fact that um, Kareem and is it Amaya? Yeah, Amaya. Okay, I forget names all the time because I read so much that like everything kind of runs together. You like, also I make up your own names, so that's another reason. You said what? You also make up your own names and call people what you want to call them. So that's oh, another one thousand percent your name without a doubt. Um, but so, um, but Kareem and Amaya. Like that story was in third, but you wrote it so well that like it did not blow me as much as third. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. But it was hard because just like reading in first is a little easier to me too. Mm -hmm. Writing in first is easier too, because it's like you're, you are the character you're telling from their point of view, you know, third was a struggle. 
And that's why that was a novella, because I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> I don't know about this. What? Um, why did you decide to give Third a try? Because, like you said, it's tr- Third is traditional romance. You know, I'm in school and my professors talk about it all the time. They want to not really they try to get us to not really be the character. They just want us to tell the story. Mm-hmm. And mm, yeah, it's not going to. It's not, I, I feel like I relate more when I read it in first person. Absolutely relate more. And I just feel like you're giving, you're giving a deeper, like, I just feel like it's a yeah. deep drive into like, even like the way that people describe things in first mm-hmm. um, as opposed to third is so much, you know, more concise and clearer to me because um, the way that I would describe the way that a man that I'm attracted to looks would be different from the way that a person who's impartial third party would describe that same person. Yeah. So like that lack of emotion tied to it sort of like makes things fall flat for me sometimes. So it's really, it's really hard for me to like read third and like get fully into the story without having a adverse reaction to it. So, but I mean, and I know we're talking about me, but I just want to say you like one of the reasons I latch on to your novels is because you are like you shine in your books, if that makes sense. So you spell things the way you want to spell it. But I still know what you're saying. It's like I can't really explain it, but like I understand everything you're saying. And first, I couldn't imagine reading a book in third from you all the time. So um, it's funny that you say that about like the quirks in my writing because I get a lot of shit about that like really in reviews, like, in reviews? I, like I get tons of reviews saying that there are a lot of errors in my book and they can't believe that I miss these things in editing and da 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 and so like there have been some times where I've been like okay like this whole there's a lot of errors thing has come up in two or three reviews let me go back through this book and make sure I did not upload the wrong version mm-hmm. and then I'm reading it and I'm like oh no, what you think are mm-hmm. errors are perfectly chosen stylistic like representations of either vernacular or slang or regional dialect. And um, people don't get that and they think it's an error. Um, and a part of that is because we are preconditioned to read um texts that are written in the king's english yeah um because that is put on the pedestal to be the thing that means that you are writing to a certain standard they're like three people whose i'd say work um really influenced me coming into my own style right Mm -hmm. and one of those three people would be zora neale hurston Mm -hmm. and if you've ever read a Zorna Hurston fictional work, you will see that she wrote how people spoke in the time that she was writing. Yes. She did not write like she didn't write black people of a certain socioeconomic status speaking in full sentences in proper language. She wrote 
the language of the people at the time. And yeah. I ain't saying that I'm Zora Neale Hurston because girl, no. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that that is like sort of my aim to, how the fuck do we get on me? This ain't about me. <laughs> I needed to tell you that. I had to say that. And to those people who leave those reviews, they just not reading it right. Because this time <laughs> I go back and read it over and I don't understand how you're missing it. I don't like that. But I like that. That inspires me too, because sometimes I go back like, you know, I should change that because they aren't going to understand what I'm trying to say. And, you know, some editors would be like, you should reword this. But no, I'm over that whole write write how everyone else will explain it because it's our book at the end of the day. And I feel like you have to be like, you have to put out work that satisfies you above all. Like, I don't think that you should write to an audience. I think that the audience that your work is meant for will find it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I used to do that. I used to write for other people. I used to follow trends. I used to take other people's advice. Oh, this is what's hot right now. Mm -hmm. And no, I've I've made those mistakes so much. I'm so glad I'm where I am. It took me a while, but I stopped caring what people said and now there is not a review that can get to me because before I put it out I know that I read it a million times I cried over it I stressed over it I walked away from it a thousand times and this is me I want to put this out and that's the thing like I can see like a shift in your work Mm -hmm. um from like let's say uh please protect my heart to if this is in love right so I can see a shift and I can see like Shanice coming out more and more and more, um, which excites me because like I, um, uh, an author friend of I and I, we have a, like an ongoing all day chat. And one of the things that I'm always talking to her about is like, man, I need to find some new people to read, man. I need to find some new people that are like mainstays, like people that I know if I click this person's new release, I'm going to get a story that's going to make me feel good, right? Yeah. And so, like, what I've been saying is that for maybe, like, the past six to nine months, I've been saying that I want to read a straight up and down, fluffy, good love story, right? It doesn't need to be filled with drama. It doesn't need to be filled with unnecessary tension. Sexual tension is a different thing. Um, than what I'm saying. Like, it does not need all of these extra elements. It just needs to be a through and through good love story, right? So I've been saying that and saying that. I picked up books by everybody you could think of. I'm not going to name no names. But I was just like consistently running into stories where I'm like, okay, girl, like this is just dramatic for the sake of dramatic. And I know that like a lot of readers are attracted to that. And that's what people... Um, thrive and that's why people continue to do this but personally it's just not a thing that I'm into right and so um, like what what was the first thing I read of yours I read Smash Into You that's what I read so I read that and I was like oh this is good okay I'm gonna put her on my list because I have like a list and it's a two-tiered list right mm-hmm. so it's normal it's a list of people like oh i read a book by them it entertained me i'll read something else that they put out and the second tier of the list is like oh i read a book by them this was the shit i'm keeping an eye for whatever they got coming next right 
So I, after Smash Into You, I put you on the first tier list. I was like, okay, I like this. This is fun. You know, let's see what she got coming next. Mm-hmm. So you kept releasing. I kept reading. And then I got to Atypical. Girl. And I was like, okay, so this is what the fuck Shanice is doing. Like, she's not playing games. She's just going to write a bay ass dude. Like, okay, <laughs> this is where we are now. Cool. Now I know whenever I see another link come out from Shanice, I don't even need to read a synopsis. I don't need to wait till nobody else read it and see what they say. No, nah, just click it, girl, because you're going to like it. That right. makes me feel good because <laughs> these days I'm writing from the heart. And you feel a, a void in my personal reading like circle like you I was telling Chelsea um the other day I'd hit her up after I read her book and I was like yo even though you switched gears a bit with the content um and it was a bit grittier it still Mm -hmm. rang true as like one of those like heartstring tugging Chelsea Maria ass stories right and I'm like it's it's Watching all of y'all, like in y'all crew, the BLP crew, you know, gang gang, um, <laughs> it's fun, funny because everyone has their own unique niche, but you guys' styles meld so well together that it doesn't feel like, I don't know, like it doesn't feel like y'all are all like trying to write like B or something like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Let me you tell you all- something. And shout out to B. She will tell you in a minute. You need to find your lane. B is the type that will send something back to you. Like, this ain't you. Or I feel like you should, you know, look more into this. She doesn't tell, she tells you to stay away from trends and do your own thing. But she will check you if she think you can come harder or if you need to stay true to yourself or if you're doing too much or you ain't put enough in it. So I want to shout out to B for that. I feel like we all, as independent writers, need somebody like that in our corner, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because I was telling a friend earlier today, I'm like looking through something for somebody and um, I'm not just doing like line edits, like I'm doing like a deep read and I'm offering critiques as well. And I'm like, I hope the person doesn't take it wrong, but I'm doing this because I know that she can come stronger than this. Yeah. Like I know what she can do. I know what she's capable of. So for me to just like gloss over these things and not say something about it would be doing a disservice. And I honestly think that like, even like when people reading my stuff, like I want you to tell me like, uh, girl, okay, you relying a little bit too much on doing this one thing. Maybe you should switch Mm -hmm. it up. Or, oh, you know, this is a little whack. You need to explore X, Y, Z. Or like, I hate writing conflict. So if like you do, yes, because ginger, girl, ginger, <laughs> ginger. so what? Because you're stressing me out right now with ginger, girl. She stressed me out too. Okay. Like that entire time, <laughs> I cried and whined to my critique partner the whole time. And I was like, this book is whack, everything sucks, no one's gonna like this. Why am I even writing this? Like the entire, like shit you not i just hit her up like two days ago the book's been out for like a week just hit her up like two days ago like yo this book is a flop it sucks oh my god i can't believe i put that out because i don't think that i do 
attention well on the page. See, that's another thing about authors that I don't like, because I do it too. We are so hard on ourselves. We'll say something sucks. We're not putting it out no more. Do you do what I do as in, like, when you're writing, you hate the whole book? Like, you oh, don't yeah. even like it. It's I, stressful. Like, the whole time. And it's not, yes. and it's so funny because, like, I'm a very confident person, like, in general, like, in myself. Like, some people would probably say I border on the cocky side of confidence, but I just like to think of it as, you know, like, capital C confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm really fucking good. I just am. Like, <laughs> I just am. But I am not immune to also sucking at the same time. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just, it gets real. It gets real. Like, really, like when it's just you and that word doc, and you're sitting there and you have this specific ideal of how it's supposed to go and it doesn't go that way. And the end product ends up being as good or better than what you predicted. Yes. However, because it's not what you wanted, it sucks. You're off the outline. Like what happened to the outline? Girl, so that's that's where I am and that's where I was with Ginger. Because that story... <laughs> took on a different like route of its own and I wasn't okay with it, but I didn't have a choice because she do what she want. So, <laughs> But you know what? Those are the best stories because I couldn't stand her for a while. And now I'm like, okay, you know what? You ain't that bad. Yeah. Nobody likes Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh, but I mean, it's fine. I don't care that nobody likes her. Right. <laughs> because Whatever. Um, we've gotten way off topic. But, <laughs> but we don't like her, but we like her. And the thing is, is like, uh, I think some people don't like her because they see themselves in her and they don't want Very to. Very true. It. Very true. Because she seems, sometimes she's a little spoiled, a little spoiled brat. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's me. She's spoiled. She's high strung. She's a little self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. She... How the hell are we still talking about my stuff? I'm Girl, sorry, I couldn't get over Ginger. That's my fault. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you because when I, I was at seven o'clock, I was like, I'm gonna say something about Ginger. So I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, but no, man, I just, um, I just really want to impress upon you the fact that, like, I can see that you are, like, in your bag, like. Both of your feet are in there. It's up to your shoulders in your bag. Um, I appreciate that because I started um, around like 2016 and I started terribly. And I'm just going to be honest because I had a lot of regrets. And at this point in my life, I want to be transparent. But back then, I didn't want to speak about it. I didn't want people to know. People would come and ask me about old books, and I didn't want to talk about it because I was following a trend. I was I had people in my ear, and it was just like, this is what I'm doing to try to get my name out. Because someone once told me, you have to write what they want, and then you'll you'll be able to write what you want to write. And that mm-hmm. I never, I never liked it, but I started listening to that. And that has to be the worst advice that you can take. Thank you so much, Shanice, for 
giving me some of your time tonight. Um, I will put where the people can find you on the interwebs in the show notes for this episode. But thank you so much for having me. Hey, 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 hey,